You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. We love our friends down at Novant Health and all the support and guidance they give us here at the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And we love turning over that big check to them after every race with money we've earned because we know it goes for a great cause, the Novant Health Hemby Children's Hospital. There's a lot of good work going on there. And if you've ever, there's a lot of good work going on there. And if you've ever had to make a hospital stay with your child, you know how important that is. Jessica Osborne is an ambassador at Hemby Children's Hospital, where she advocates for the non-medical needs of kids and families during their stay. And she joins us now on the Running Around Charlotte podcast to tell us how your race entries help kids. Jessica, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Fantastic. DC Lucchese, how are you doing, my friend? All good, sir. All good. Excellent. So first question, a big one. What is going on at Hemby Children's Hospital right now? There's lots of exciting stuff going on. We have um, a lot of patients right now. Unfortunately, there's kind of a big spike in RSV and other COVID-related things going on with our children's hospital patients. So we're just, our team's taking incredible care of them and, you know, keeping things moving. But um, we have some really exciting projects coming up this year that I can tell you guys a little bit more about if you'd like. We'd love to hear. You want me to start with Absolutely. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Okay. So last year on the podcast, we talked about two really big projects, which were um, the Ronald McDonald House family room at Caroline's mm-hmm. Corner and the Bloom Family Playground. Those are fully open and up and running. So the Caroline's Corner family room is a place of respite for our families to come while their kids are staying there. They can do laundry, take a shower, cook a meal. Um, And it's just a beautiful place to relax. It's right when you walk on the unit. So we've been enjoying watching our families utilize that space, um, especially with our high admissions that we have right now. And then our playground is also open. It's an indoor-outdoor space with an under-the-sea theme where kids can go and just be kids and play freely. Um, So they can enjoy just that, you know, release and moment of joy. And I think it's just as helpful to parents to watch their kids get to have those moments. Um, And then we have two other big projects coming up for 2022, which are an expansion of our NICU, where we take care of our tiniest patients at Hemby Children's Hospital, as well as an expansion of our hematology oncology clinic, where we treat our cancer patients and patients with uh, blood diseases. So there's a lot of exciting stuff going on um, at Hemby Children's Hospital right now. So it's um, it's not as... Yeah, not as simple as just coming in and having a bed in a hospital and receiving medical care. There's an emotional side to it, right? I mean, it's it's a scary time for kids and parents um, to be in a hospital, to be in an un, unfamiliar surroundings and, and not be in your own home in your own bed. Like, unpack that a little bit and what like what goes into making decisions and developing programs and equipment and resources for families and kids to make it a little bit more like home. You talked about just a place to do laundry and things like that, but 
there's more like there's a backstory to some of that there has to be it's not just somebody walking in saying hey i decided to put in the washer and dryer this morning because i couldn't you know couldn't do laundry and you know it was just an idea i had what talk more about that absolutely one of the things that makes Hemby children's hospital so special is we have incredibly skilled team members that can provide the highest level of care we have a ton of subspecialties we have you know the highest level NICU uh, rating that you can receive. So we can provide incredible medical care, but we're also small enough to provide that really intimate care to our patients, get to know them, sort of identify what their needs are. So that happens a lot of different ways. All of our team members are patient first and focused. And so they communicate areas of the inpatient unit that might need a little love or a little bit of updating or places where you know medical equipment might need to be more current. And then we also have our child life team who work directly with patients to support them on kind of the emotional challenges of being in a hospital. They teach them about the hospital. They support them through their procedures. And uh, one of the things, two of the things actually that funds um, from several places, but also from things like the marathon supported were the addition of um a pediatric friendly MRI space, which is down in an adult part of the hospital. So in our radiology department, when kids come in and they need an MRI, we re-outfitted a room to be covered in an under the sea theme and they covered the scanner and there's murals on the walls and all of these beautiful things that make that place a little bit less scary for a kid to come in and a lot more inviting. Um, and we also were able to purchase some VR goggles which kind of go over a patient's eyes and allow them to pretend they're in another place. They can play games or do just visualizations. It's also something we use for our parents in the NICU. Uh, when they're stressed out, they can do meditations or listen to soothing music. Um, and so those are, those are some of the ways our child life team supports um, the emotional side of being in the hospital. And then our incredible foundation team works with families who have been in the hospital and seen what it's like to be on the unit and, you know, gone through those struggles. And the ones that want to give back um, financially, they do things like Caroline's Corner and they help fund these incredible rooms that directly impact our patient experience. So it's really a collective effort from, from our community members, our team members, our child life team, our foundation. Everyone really works well together to support our patients. Now on that MRI thing, would, yeah. asking asking for a friend, would it be big enough to hold a grown-up perhaps? So yes. So our MRI <laughs> department is in the, so Hemby Children's Hospital is housed within Presbyterian Medical Center. So it's a hospital right. within a hospital. Mm -hmm. It has a private entrance and it's, it's separate. But when kids need radiology, um, mm -hmm needs to visit radiology it's in the adult part of the hospital so all of the other rooms are always just you know standard kind of sterile medical rooms and they've made this right. one specifically to be pediatric friendly but they do have to put adults in it sometimes uh when you know there's enough patients and most of the adults say this is great like all of the rooms <laughs> should look like this like it's just no, an idea for everyone so yes uh you could have an opportunity to be in the uh pirate ship scanner sometime possibly no offense to the pirates, but I, if I, Lord willing, the creek don't rise, and I, and I, I hope I don't have to have another one. But I'm going to ask for that pirate room if I have to have another one. 
I think that's fair. I would want to be there as well. Seriously. So speaking Sounds of very calming. Yeah. Uh, yes. Speaking of some of these, but do you have a favorite place that uh, that you like to visit? In the in the a pirate ship for the MRIs. What are you talking about, man? Ship, right? <laughs> exactly. Within the hospital, I think my personal favorite is the Bloom Family Playground. Yeah. It's just such a unique space that we're able to offer our patients. And um, I'm a mother myself, and I have two daughters. And the greatest joy in my life is watching them play and learn and explore through that. And it's kind of the most fundamental part of being a kid. It's how they learn. It's how they communicate. It's how their brain develops. I mean, play is just critical. So the opportunity to see your your child play when you're going through a difficult time, I think is just invaluable to parents and that fresh air being outside and just kind of a chance to remove themselves from their reality momentarily, I think is just a really special thing that we can offer our patients. And that playground has been in the works for a long time. So finally seeing it come through was pretty, pretty magical, really, really exciting. Yeah. That, that, I I've, haven't been in a couple of years. Is that the indoor playground or the out? That's the outdoor one, right? So it's an indoor outdoor space yeah. in that when you walk onto the unit, it's immediately to your right across right, from right, right. Um, Caroline's corner and it's covered, but the window, like the sides are completely open and they have like a netting there that keeps, you know, birds and leaves and things like that out. But the, it's not a window, like it's fresh air coming, mm-hmm. coming through. So it's sort of like a covered play space would maybe be the best way to explain that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I visited there one time and it, it was uh, post marathon. It was a really chilly day. It was kind of cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if kids want to come out and play in this kind of weather, but I'm I'm sure they would enjoy getting out in in any Thank kind you. of weather. Um, yeah. Talk about like today, especially with the COVID, just you know, being so crazy. Um, can multiple kids get out and play on playgrounds at the same time? What kind of precautions are, are being taken just to keep kids um, from passing stuff along to each other? I'm, I'm sure there's, sure. everybody's on a little yeah. bit of a higher sensitivity rating right now. Yeah. So as you can imagine, our teams are taking every possible precaution yeah. to keep our patients safe. Um, one of the things we're doing is we do have, like I mentioned, we have the playground, we also have the playroom and we also have a teen room. So all of those spaces right now are being offered to one patient at a time and they can go in there and they can play. And then when they leave our child life team clean, thoroughly cleans that space and make sure it's set up for the next, the next patient to enjoy. And then our child life team always tries to support our patients as much as possible within their rooms, um, providing activities, um, books, uh, the opportunity to watch shows, um, arts and crafts opportunities, really just anything they can give them to, you know, let them be a kid as much as possible. Because some of our patients are on strict enough precautions that they can't leave their room. They're on isolation and they have to stay within their room. So that support is critical, as you can imagine, during those times. Yeah. It's something we're really looking forward to when COVID's over as well. Our community is always super supportive um, coming on the unit and offering, you know, little parties for the holidays. Um, We have a great uh, partner, Greer's Gallery, that does 
art opportunities for our kids within the playroom. And those are all the sorts of things, those group activities mm -hmm. we haven't been able to do for the past two years. So we're really anxious for the time when hopefully that is available again to our patients. Yeah. Well, we, we're looking forward to that day as well. And, and, oh, and I hope you're right when you say when COVID's over, I hope that day does come. And, you know, I've heard some people say, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to get over this thing. And it's just, it drags on and on and on, but, um, yeah, absolutely. And it, and so it's in, you know, the, the medical safety of kids and just not passing something along to one mm -hmm. another is, is important and something obviously you take seriously and, you know, something we want to do for our events too, as well in, in working with your, your wonderful team there at Novant Health. And so, um, good things going on over there and, and it, you know, it's not a fun place to be. I, I've told this story before my son, uh, was in uh hemby many years ago is probably uh he was going into his ninth grade year and so it's probably 12 years ago he he fell and and fractured his skull and he was he was in overnight and um it just very uh, uh you know take take away you know the the context of what was happening outside of that everything couldn't have gone better you know the communication and the environment and the care and the the emotional side of it was just um second to none in my opinion and you know one of the reasons i'm such a huge advocate for um hemby children's hospital and supporting it and using the marathon as a way to provide financial resources to to build some of these things that allow people to kind of escape the reality of of unfortunately where they are at that moment in their life. So um, people who are listening and want to make a donation, I am not going to hesitate to ask uh, Jessica, let us know how, how if somebody's feeling led to just, Hey, I, I want to pitch in it. Here's how much I can donate, make a, make a little bit of a difference. How would they do that? They would want to go to our foundation website, which is supportnovanthealth.org, and that the foundation processes all of our donations, and then they would select Tembe Children's Hospital, and their donation would go directly towards helping all projects related to pediatrics in Hemby. Um, and we rely heavily on our donors. You know, we really want to provide the best possible patient experience and, you know, the highest level of care to our patients, but support from community members is really how we are able to kind of heighten that patient experience with some of these special additions that we talked about. Um, so we're super grateful to all of the support that we get from the community and from, you know, partnerships like the marathon and allow us to do these really incredible projects that directly impact our patients, mm -hmm. you know, day-to-day -day lives when they're in, in the hospital. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate what you do. Yeah. Um, what you do for families and, and for the kids that are there. And it just, uh, I, I know you have a team around you and you're, you're just one of many people that are trying to make a difference um, in, in people's lives. And I, I applaud you for that. I, I think that's fantastic. And it's a, it's not just a job. It's a, it's a passion of yours. Absolutely. It's a very rewarding place to be, especially through COVID when, I think every person in or out of healthcare is really worn down. Um, but watching our team members, our clinical team members kind of rise to the occasion, especially as this has just lasted longer than I think anyone would have anticipated. It's a pretty special thing to witness. And it just speaks to um, the, 
the true passion that they have for their work and their patients and that the level of care just has, you know, not slipped at all. And everyone is working so hard to do everything they can to continue to honor that patient experience. And um, one of my favorite projects we did on the side this year was we had a, a community member donate his time through photography and he took pictures of all our inpatient Hemby staff and um, they wear now a button with their picture on it. And that gives kids the chance to see their That's face cool, and their man. smile since they're behind the mask. Um, which, you know, for kids, facial expressions are huge, you know, especially, especially babies and whatnot. So um, things like that are just the norm. It's everyone goes the extra mile to really just be supportive in a difficult time for everyone. I think that's one of the worst things about wearing a mask is you can't see anybody. Yeah, it's tough. You know, and and hopefully they are, but um, (laughs) I just, I I do miss seeing people smile. And uh, so... Thank you very yeah. much. Once again, the, the the website to give to go to is supportnovanthealth.org. Supportnovanthealth.org. There and, you go. Uh, how's your marathon training coming? <laughs> well, I'm uh, four months postpartum from my second daughter, so uh, <laughs> it's a long road back. We can We're hook you up with that. Right we had another so guest. I could, I could participate, <laughs> but it might take quite a while for me to finish we'll we'll put you in the 5k this year perfect that sounds reasonable congratulations on your your baby girl uh please share the name with the audience if you don't mind Dottie kate say it again Dottie kate very nice excellent lovely congratulations thank you thanks for being our guest Of course, thanks for the time. You bet. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.